Hey podcast lovers, welcome to Caffeine and High Hopes. I'm your host, Danny Weirden. You will be able to connect and listen to inspiring beings, local badasses, and overall good people. Honest conversations about business, relationships, parenthood, and everything in between can be found here. Get comfy and get ready to be motivated to live your best life. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode. Hopefully it works this week. There was a bit of technology issues last week. I'm blaming the retrograde, so (laughs) let's hope that this goes better. Um, When this episode comes out, we will actually be out of the retrograde, so that's super exciting. And I know even as I'm recording this, um, things already are feeling a little bit better, like the fog is lifting and things are getting a little bit more easy again. So that's definitely something to look forward to. But before we get into it, uh, I want to talk about a few things. So merch, I, fingers crossed, I'm hoping that it is all in this week and then I can get it all put together and shipped out to everyone Probably in about two weeks, I will be launching the Christmas orders because that way it can kind of give us more time to get everything in. There was a little bit of delays with getting the stock in um, so that we could get it all engraved and embroidered and everything. So I will be opening up the Christmas boxes sooner than later. That way we can get everything in, get it put together, and then... I can get it out to everybody in time before Christmas hits and the mad rush and everything that goes along with it. Um, Just with the way the world is right now, shipping has been kind of crazy and taking forever. So we just want to make sure that we give ourselves extra time for that. So stay tuned. I am very, very excited. Um, There's going to be some new items in the Christmas boxes that we'll be launching first time just with that um and then they'll be available afterwards as well separately um probably in the new year and then there will also be a whole new line of merch coming out then too so that is super exciting I can't wait I worked away at it here the last couple weeks and uh we'll be we officially ready to launch it in a little while and you guys are gonna love it I I think it's going to go over quite well. So that is that. Uh, Card readings, I do have that closed off right now. Um, I will be, I am booking for middle of November just because I'm in the midst of moving and don't necessarily have the time to commit to that right now between painting at the new place and getting it ready and packing up this place. It's just easier to easier to wait and just actually do readings once I'm settled in at the new place. But uh, I will be sharing some testimonials with you all over the next couple of weeks because I've been getting some really good feedbacks from the ones I did do. And it just, it makes me so happy. And uh, it's so interesting to hear what people got out of it and how it helped and everything. So that, that'll be coming your way. Um... What else is on my list here? Oh, the community group. So there is a Facebook community group that you can go to. The link is in the Instagram bio. And basically what it will be uh, is a place for us to kind of 
dive into different topics uh, related to everything and um, just give us a chance to connect about things, talk about things and uh, I'm going to be hosting some live videos on there and little workshops and some ebooks and all that good stuff but again because I'm moving (laughs) that is all kind of on hold until I get settled in at the new place. Once I'm into this new house, I will be able to actually put some more time into that group and get things going for everyone. But you can definitely join now. Tell your friends, whatever. You can go in and join. And uh, that way then you're in there and you're ready for when I get my shit together and can actually get back to it. Um, the, the schedule in my life has been fairly busy, and uh, which is good. I'm not complaining. It's a very good thing. But it just means that I need to prioritize things a little bit more and um, yeah, it'll it'll all come together. I'm not worried. So, uh, oh, life update. I will be, so when this episode comes out, which is the Wednesday, um, I will be posting on my Instagram story to get your guys' feedback for a few things. Um, I am, because I told you guys I would share this with you. I am going on uh, a date this weekend, I guess we'll call it, and uh, I'm quite excited. There's a good chance that uh, (laughs) he could be listening to this, so I'm not going to go into too, too much detail, but yeah, it's going to be really good. It's going to be lots of fun. Uh, We've got lots planned out, so we've been talking for a couple weeks now, and just the way with timing and schedules lined up, we finally get to hang out this weekend. So I'm really looking forward to that. And he actually um, offered up. This was his own idea. It wasn't even, I didn't even have to ask. (laughs) Um, We're going to be recording an episode together while he's here. So I will be posting to the Instagram page, the Instagram story, uh, and asking you guys for any questions that you have for us or him specifically. He is from Australia originally, so if you guys have questions about that, you can ask away. So if you listen to this on Wednesday, make sure you check out the story on Instagram and give your feedback on what you want to know. We will be recording... um, the episode together on Saturday and basically just going to be asking each other anything and everything and recording it all for you lovely people to hear. I don't know if it's a good idea or if it's kind of crazy, but whatever. It's going to be lots of fun and I think you guys will really enjoy it. So we're going to be talking mostly about, um, I guess, stuff that we want to know about each other and uh, I've I've already got up some questions and everything but whatever I ask him he has fair game to ask me back and then we will also be doing a section uh, with just your guys's questions so make sure that you go on there and whatever you want to ask you can we're gonna I'm gonna take a handful of questions and ask them live while we do the podcast so That is, I guess, the biggest life update right now. Uh, Casey started kindergarten this week, so that's a pretty big deal and uh, super exciting. He uh, he's so so excited, and I mean, I'm I'm thrilled that he is going and everything. But holy man, it really hits 
that you realize your baby's not a baby anymore and that he's officially going to school and I'm probably going to be a weepy mess (laughs) dropping him off. So if you see me crying in my vehicle, just mind your business. But yeah, so that's where things are at right now. Um, lots happening in this little world between moving, um, Casey going to school, lots of different things. Um, and yeah, this, I mean, I haven't been on a first date in over a year, so <laughs> it should be fun and uh, keep you guys in the loop. But okay, let's get into it. So the episode today is basically all about friendships and kind of my experience with them and how it kind of changes as you get into adulthood and everything. But my word of the year that I made was connection. And what I do, because instead of resolutions and stuff, I like to pick a word for the year, every New Year's, and uh, try to incorporate that into my year ahead. So that way then it kind of keeps me on track, makes me mindful of things, whatever. And uh, my my word this year was connection. And I just, I really wanted to connect with people. I wanted to actually set time aside to meet new people and um, get to know people that were like-minded and kind of take the time to listen and to learn to those people with different stories, which I mean is basically what I'm doing here on the podcast. So that really worked out well. Um, And I just, I kind of wanted to harvest like some new friendships with people, get to know people better and kind of put myself out there a little bit more. So I, I've always kind of struggled with making new friendships. Um, I have a really great friends group right now and I've had for years, we've been close friends since basically I would say junior high, I guess it would be. And, um, so my, my quest this year was to being more vulnerable and creating and engaging in authentic conversations, which I mean, I can't recommend it enough. If you're, if you're not doing it, get out there and do it because it is so rewarding and you will learn so much about yourself, but also about other people as well. And I just, it really got me thinking because I have kind of struggled making new friends, um, especially in my adult hood, I guess you'll call it. And I mean, I don't, I don't need to make a ton of new friends because I do have a great friends group, but it is important to surround yourself with like-minded people or people doing different things or people who have accomplished more or done more because I feel like, you know, it's, it's nice to make those kinds of connections and, uh, learn new perspectives on things and kind of, talk with people and hear about what they've done or did and what they are doing. And so that's kind of been, it's kind of been on my mind lately. And I guess I would say being an only child has played a role a bit in me (laughs) being a little, I I don't want to say standoffish, but um, I mostly did and still do enjoy my own company. That is something that I'm very okay with and that I like. I definitely don't mind being by myself, doing things by myself. That has never bothered me. Um, 
I know my mom used to really give me shit for not asking questions when uh, I would get around new people or meet new people. But thankfully, I feel like I'm doing that now, <laughs> especially with this podcast. So I'm getting better. It's it's progressing. But I was always under the assumption that if people wanted to tell me something, they would and that I would I didn't want to pry at it. And I didn't want to, you know, bother them about it. But now I am learning that when you ask questions, you you learn and uh, you kind of get to create that bond with people that you normally wouldn't get. And you get to hear some pretty interesting stories as well and uh, really open your eyes to a lot of different situations and things that people have gone through. So it has been really good and I am learning and doing better now that I'm getting older. It's only taking me almost 30 years to do it, but um, I actually have come a long ways, especially from high school. So this is where things get vulnerable and I wouldn't say it's difficult to talk about. It's just, it's something that I didn't think had that big of a deal on me and my growth until um, I actually got a sit session over it and it came up. Um, but we'll get into that. So most people know this. Um, some people don't, but I, I was extensively bullied, um, by a group of girls most of high school, um, for reasons unknown to me. I, I still to this day don't really know what the main cause of it was. Um, I, I'm assuming it was just, I I, honestly, I don't even know. I don't know if it was jealousy or if it was because I was hanging out with older people and just kind of doing my own thing. But I really thought I had made peace with it and moved on because I mean, it it pretty much that was my whole high school experience um, was that. And so I I did not enjoy those last few years um, in school. I mean, I did a lot of stuff outside of school that was really amazing and great and did have a good group of friends, but uh, that really tainted it. And anyways, I, I thought I had kind of moved on and dealt with it all and really didn't think much of it until I I had a sit session um, from Jen and kind of brought it all to light that, yes, it was a slightly traumatic experience, which I didn't really, I don't know if it was like a defense mechanism or just like a survival thing of I brushed it off, it was just like, oh, it is what it is. Like that's high school for you or that's high school girls and just carried on with my life. Um, but when she brought it up and really put it into my focus and made it clear that, you know, when something like that happens during your formative years, that can create some major blocks uh, presently. And it can really make it difficult for someone to open up um, later on in life and, and actually want to create friendships later on because your, your guard is up, your, your skepticism is there and your walls are very, very high. And, um, you don't let people get close to you for fear of being totally ostracized again. And when she kind of brought this all up, I was like, oh, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Like it, um, it really hit me hard because I mean, I'm almost 30. So, 
I haven't really thought much about high school or anything that went on there. I mean, it was over 10 years ago now. Um, but it was interesting because it it made total sense because I did find that I, I did have some blocks up um, when I would, would be introduced to new people or if I had to, you know, mingle with new people or whatever, I instantly was kind of like, I don't want to get too close. Like, we'll just keep things, you know, where they are at surface level. And that's that. And it, it was really um, kind of heightening my stress and anxiety when I would get put into new situations with people that I didn't know. Because I guess in the back of my mind, I always had this feeling that that was going to happen again, which is crazy. I mean, that stuff, maybe it does happen once you're older, but I mean, it wouldn't happen to the same extent, I don't think. Um, so yeah, I, I really, I mean, I've done the work on it. Um, like, I, you know, I did the forgiving to myself and them and did like the extensive inner work and recognizing triggers and basically feeling a lot of shit and releasing it. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of where I, I'm at. And I feel like it's really important to take note that this stuff happens all the time. And when it was happening... Um, when I I feel like it started when I was like 15 or 16 and it was kind of at the beginning of the whole bullying thing. Um, I know teachers kind of knew about it and were aware of what was going on. Some parents knew, I mean, my parents knew and, but a lot of the other ones didn't. And I really want to take this time to just reinforce like, if you have teenage kids or even younger kids, it doesn't, bullying can start whenever, but have those conversations with them and make sure you're involved in their life and know what's going on behind closed doors. Because I know in my situation, um, the one girl's parents, she had no idea that any of this was going on. She was shocked and it, it hit her as hard as it hit me because she, she didn't know. And, uh, if you take the time to educate yourself and your children, these things won't happen. I mean, luckily enough, I was a strong kid. I had a good support system. Um, I was able to kind of deal with it. I mean, I had, I ended up, I had to change my phone number. Um, I couldn't like, I remember walking into classrooms and I couldn't even walk to my desk without having like profanities and words yelled at me and names and all this kind of stuff. And that's tough on a 15, 16 year old girl who, I mean, you're already insecure with everything anyways, but then to have a a group of other girls like totally doing that to you is, it is a big thing. And I wish the teachers had dealt with it a little bit sooner or kind of actually took some, proactive steps I guess to minimizing it but it wasn't until it blew up that that's when they decided to step in and same with the parents um I remember my poor parents they knew something was up um they could totally tell and I mean I was kind of just keeping quiet about it because you're embarrassed about it you don't want to admit that you ha- you're being tormented by some girls at school like no one wants to admit to that and uh I remember 
my mom asking like you know what what should we do you know do you do you save the text do you save the voicemails and of course you don't like no one wants to keep that shit in their phone so I was like no like I delete it all because that's what you're taught you delete it and you ignore it and you carry on and it's supposed to go away and in this case it didn't it just persisted. It didn't matter how much I ignored. It didn't matter anything. Like it, it was just there. It was a, it was a daily thing for me. Every weekend, I would wake up and have voicemails and texts blowing up my phone of all these awful things that they were saying, and telling me that I should do because you know, clearly no one would like me and blah 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 and all this stuff. And uh, it, it, you kind of feel hopeless in those moments. So if you have children or you're in close proximity with children or whatever, talk to them about bullying and the effects that it can have on others and why it's important to not do it, but also why it's important to step in if they see it happening. Because I, and that's the other thing, like uh, people knew what was going on, but nobody would step in. Nobody would do anything because again, we're all taught you ignore it and that's supposed to stop it. And that doesn't work. So that's my plug on that is that you need to keep that conversation open and really put the work in, especially as a parent, or even if you're a teacher or within the school system, you, if, if you see it happening or you're aware of it, or you kind of have an inkling about it, open that conversation up. I really feel like things would have went differently had I been approached, you know, by an adult or a teacher or a parent, uh, other than my own offering some kind of help or showing some concern. Because again, like I think they were all just thinking, well, you know, they'll figure it out or it's harmless or whatever. But the stuff that they would say to me was completely horrendous and awful. And I would never want, you know, an an extra insecure or anxious 14, 15 year old to hear those things that were told to me back then. Because that's that's where things get scary and that's when you you can really start to worry about someone's well-being um so yeah that there's something that's kind of near and dear to my heart and that I know it was a long time ago and I I only hope that those people who were partaking in it have grown up and matured and you know, have maybe done the work on themselves. But I just, I can't help but think that it is still something that goes on today. And we all need to be proactive about it and aware of it and uh, actually take the time to help diffuse it a lot more because that's, it's just, it's not good for anybody. And I mean, as much as I would like to say I'm a strong person and have dealt with a lot and gone through a lot, it it did shape kind of how I looked at friendships and especially with other women. Um, I, I definitely, I mean, my close group of friends is mostly guys and I'm close with their wives and girlfriends and stuff, which is amazing. And I'm so lucky that they have such incredible people in their lives and that I get to, you know, be friends with them. But it is really hard for me to get close to other women and really feel comfortable doing that because I'm constantly 
I guess, still on edge a bit um, of thinking that it'll backfire. And I totally attribute that to how it was growing up and dealing with that, you know, in my early teens and later teens as well. So yeah, it it may seem harmless and not like a big deal when it's just teenagers in school, but it can cause some lasting effects and I can vouch for that. (laughs) And that's kind of where my quest to connection and vulnerability was born because I recognized what was happening. And, um, I kind of realized, you know, okay, I've I've got these little triggers. This is what it's coming from and I I need to work on it, obviously, because that's isn't that what we're all doing right now is working on ourselves as we get older so that we can just be really good humans and have our life figured out. <laughs> um at least that's what I feel like will happen if I keep doing all this, you know, crazy intense work and everything. But um, I I find now like I I really have made a lot of peace with it and I kind of crave connection and deep conversations and uncovering, you know, the thoughts and ideas that are tucked away within people and really bringing it all to light because that's where the magic happens when we can really sit down with someone and talk about those things that nobody really wants to talk about, but they feel... um, open enough and comfortable enough to to go there and I think it's really beautiful when you can do that and get to a space where you can you know openly reciprocate that energy with someone and talk about you know your deepest darkest things and um, not feel judged about it because I think that's what everyone is worried about is spilling their guts and saying all these things and then having judgment thrown in their face And I mean, I've been there, I totally have been there and can relate, but if you can get into a space and conversation with someone that you can completely trust and feel good with and know that no matter what you say, they're not gonna think you're a less person than them, it's really nice and uh, it's really something that I think we should all strive for. And I mean, you can't expect others to be vulnerable with you if you aren't willing to do the same. And that has been a big learning curve for me because for the longest time, I was willing to sit and listen to anybody's, you know, deepest, darkest secrets, whatever, whatever they want to tell. And I mean, for the most part, people have a tendency to do that anyways. Um, I'm one of those people that I get a lot of strangers telling me their life story especially at work as well. I'll get a lot of clients, new clients coming in and they kind of just spill everything, which is amazing. It makes me feel really good because obviously they're comfortable enough with me to do that. But I found it was really one-sided because here it was always the other person um, doing all the talking and doing all the spilling. And I would never... I would never release any of my stuff and wouldn't go into it or share it or whatever because again, it was kind of like a a little protection for me. It was it was easy enough to help people and hear their stories, but mm, I wasn't going to share mine because that that means that I have to face it and deal with it and open up about it. And I just, I wasn't ready before. So that's kind of where this podcast has come into play because now it's an opportunity for me to open that conversation up and share my side of the story and basically my story and what I've gone through and what I've dealt with and 
kind of just show that, hey, we're, we're all human. We all have skeletons in the closet and we've all been through some shit and we need to just own it and talk about it, put it out in the open and carry on and, and really have, you know, those tough conversations with people if we need to. Because it's it's never a bad thing to showcase your vulnerability with someone and uh, open up. It's just there's there's way more good in it than there is bad. So I mean, I know I've said it before, but if you get the chance to, you know, have some vulnerability with someone, do it. There's there's really nothing wrong with it. And if if you do feel like you're being judged for it, well then I guess maybe that goes to show, you know, maybe that person doesn't have your best interests in mind. I don't know. I use your discretion and, uh, you know, follow what feels right, I guess. Um, it has really opened me up though. So mostly with, um, my close friends and everything, but I just, I feel like I am making a lot more meaningful friendships with people these days, especially through this podcast as well. I've been able to meet a lot of interesting people, um, talk with them, connect with them. And I I have made some new friends this year, which I'm very, very proud of myself about because I know even just being older, and I mean, I don't say older as in we're old yet, but as an adult and uh, because schedules get busy, it it is hard to commit time, to getting out and meeting new people, whether it's for friendships or for dating. And, um, you really have to work at it and to keep it going and, you know, set up, set up times to hang out and go do things together and to talk and to text a couple times a week or whatever. It does take a lot of work and not a lot of people are, you know, wanting to do that or have the energy to do that. So, I'm totally there with you. Like if, if you were struggling or are struggling uh, to make new friendships as you know, you're getting into your adulthood, I don't know. That's not right. That's not the right word. As you're getting, as you're getting older, um, it, it can get easier, but you have to put the work in for it. You can't be lazy about it. And that's where I found this year that, I mean, we everyone had a lot of time on their hands. So it was a lot easier to form some uh, friendships and get to know people a lot more and talk with them more. And I just, I, I'm so grateful that I've been able to do that this year, despite everything. It, I mean, yes, this year has been a bit of a gong show. I will admit that. Um, but there has been a lot of good in it as well. And definitely, definitely take note of the good that has happened this year, because it is so, so easy to get caught up in, everything that has gone wrong or awful this year and it'll just it'll suck you in it's a slippery slope and you really I I feel like we really don't need to be getting hung up in that or caught up in it and not saying that you know we should fall into the trap of the toxic positivity there of you know only focus on being positive 24 7 it's fine no do the shadow work, obviously, recognize your triggers, recognize, you know, when you need to get your shit together and um, don't just brush things off and stuff them away and think that, oh, if you just be positive, things will be fine. But acknowledging the good that has happened this year and what you're grateful for 
this year and in, you know, previous months or days or whatever, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, showing your appreciation for things and your gratitude and everything, that is just for your own mental health and keeping your vibration high and keeping you afloat basically. Because yeah, we could focus on all the the awful shittiness and <laughs> uncertainty that this year has brought, but what's what's the point of getting sucked into that negativity trap and sitting there and dwelling on it? So, I mean, use this as use this as a time to kind of get to know yourself better for one. Um recognize like maybe maybe you are like me and maybe you you had struggled making friendships and you want to change that do the work do it i i highly suggest it for anyone especially because i've seen some people who have moved and they've they've had to make new friends wherever they're at and that takes a lot like it it is much easier when we're kids um but once you get older, it's it's kind of hard to come out of your own little bubble and put yourself out there to to be like, hey, do you want to be friends? Because it is kind of awkward and it doesn't it doesn't happen as easily, I find. But it can happen, and especially if you're willing to kind of get uncomfortable a little bit and um, be open and vulnerable and. Just make the time for it. I mean, obviously be safe. Keep your six feet apart, whatever. But it's um it's so worthwhile. And I don't I don't know. I actually I honestly wasn't even planning on ever really talking about this, but it had been kind of coming up in my journaling and kind of in my mind space for the last couple of weeks. And I had recorded this last week and lost it all, which really sucked because I feel like it flowed a lot better. But um, I was like, you know what? I got to share this because maybe there's other people out there that, you know, are dealing with the same thing. Or maybe it's, maybe it is a, a teenager or someone out there that is dealing with bullying or being ostracized, ostracized at school. And just know like you, you have full control over it. And don't think that you have to be, you know, strong or tough and put your walls up and just carry on and act like nothing's happening because that shit hurts. And I mean, I don't like to admit that my feelings ever get hurt, but I will admit it now <laughs> that that was awful. Like I I remember getting to a point of I hated high school. I hated being there. I wanted it to be over as quickly as possible. I couldn't wait to graduate and never have to see that group of people ever again. And it just, it took a lot out of me. It was exhausting. And so like if, if you, if you are going through something like that or you know someone who's going through something like that, reach out to them. Like even if you just ask them like, you know, what's going on or how can I help or what do you need me to do? Or if you know that, you know, you're not going to get the answers or whatever and they're just going to ignore it, go go to the parents. Like even if you just make it known, I, like I don't know if it would have changed things a whole lot in my situation, but I feel like if the parents knew what was going on and they saw the stuff that their kids were saying and texting and sending and writing on whatever we had back then, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it was on Facebook then. Um, 
I feel like if they saw that there there would be some repercussions and things might have changed, but who knows? I don't know. I am um, I feel like if if it were my kid and he was bullying someone and I saw it and heard about it, I would be livid and shit would be changing instantly and it would not be okay. So, I mean, see what works best, but it's it's never a bad idea to have those conversations and uh, to really drive home that, yeah, bullying is not okay. And it sounds like it's such a minimal thing sometimes and that, oh, it's not a big deal, like kids will be kids, but no, that stuff, especially when you're in your teens, that can affect a lot of things, um, which case in point, it, it, it was unconsciously, it was affecting me like opening up to people, getting close to people, um, even just, you know, looking at friendships in a totally different way. Like it, I had a lot of anxiety around friendships and, uh, I could never figure out what it really was until I had that session and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like that, yep, that would do it. <laughs> I guess that is a, a slight factor of trauma there. So, I mean, do the work. If, I mean, and you have to, this is another big one. You have to forgive yourself for how you reacted to it if you did go through something similar or if you are going through something similar you have to 100% forgive yourself because you don't no one knows how to handle that when you're going through it or when it's happening directly to them but the hard part is you have to forgive them as well and I remember it was brought up to me once when I was 18 they had kind of like a counselor or something come to the high school and everyone sat in a circle and we were in these little groups and stuff and um, everyone was spilling. I can't even remember how he asked it or what it was, but it was kind of like, you know, what is something someone you're struggling with or you don't like or, you know, something that's happened to you? And I totally said it because, I mean, I wasn't, none of the girls were in my group and I just basically laid it out that I, yeah, I, this was all happening and I hated, I hated high school. I couldn't wait to be done and I couldn't wait to get, you know, out of there and everything. And I remember him looking at me and he's like, you need to forgive them. And I just looked at him and I was like, fuck that. <laughs> and that was, I guess my 18 year old angst. And, uh, I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, and then I was kind of like, I'm never going to do that. And I, I think I walked out of the session actually, and just like took off kind of thing. Cause I was like, that's stupid. And, um, obviously I realized later on down the road, many, many years later that, yeah, you got to forgive people for doing that kind of stuff to you or else you're just going to hold on to that anger and just poison yourself with it. And I mean, apply this to however you need to, whether it's friendships, um, maybe family members, exes, whatever, you have to forgive them because especially if you never get an apology, which happens a lot, um, you can't, you can't hold on to that resentment. Uh, it's just, it's gonna totally seep into your mind and just, you're gonna become an angry person because of it. It'll, it'll, you'll hold on to it and it'll permeate into every other facet of your life. So, I mean, it's difficult, but forgiving the people who have hurt you 
allows you to move forward and to move on and you will feel so much more freer and better and lighter and happier because you're no longer carrying all those heavy feelings and emotions and it's kind of like okay like they did what they did it doesn't mean they're getting away with it it just means that you can live your life in a better way now because you're no longer holding on to that and those you know shitty angry memories and stuff and um, attitude and everything it's just it is what it is and you have to accept the fact that you may never get an apology for it I mean I never did and that's that's been with a lot of different things and you just have to accept it and be like okay you know I forgive you you like clearly you have your own stuff you're dealing with you're projecting whatever hopefully they've all found you know better ways of dealing with things and coping with things and uh you can just carry on and it is so liberating when you do that so I mean I can't recommend it enough um if especially if you're if you know if someone pops into your head when I say this you might need to do some work then um that's where taking your journal out is a really good idea because you can you know write it out in there like I forgive so and so for doing this to me you know and just getting it out it will feel like a breath of fresh air honestly Uh, you will literally feel the weight being lifted off of your shoulders it's incredible so yeah, it's been an interesting, I mean, frick, man, when I kind of sit back and like talk about everything and look at everything that's gone on in the past, you know, 29 years, it's a lot, <laughs> but it has been crazy. Yes, I will admit that. I feel like I've lived many lives and done many things and experienced so much stuff in my time here but I am, and I know this is going to sound so cliche, but I am very grateful for it all. I have, I, I can't even explain how much I've learned about myself and about life and other people and what I want out of it because of everything that I've gone through. And it seems heavy. Um, and I know some people, like when I tell them everything, they're kind of shocked at how easy it is for me to talk about it. But that's because... I have taken the time and I have done the work and I have made it a priority to heal from everything, to overcome everything and to make peace with it all. It would not be easy for me to talk about if I had not done any of that. I probably just wouldn't talk about it actually, to be honest. And that's where I just, I can't stress it enough. Like do the inner work, you guys take the time figure out, you know, dig deep there. Is there any little thing or trauma that you've kind of tucked away and hidden and haven't dealt with? Because it, it, it'll it come up at some point. You will be triggered by it and you will be forced to deal with it, which that's not a fun way to do it. Um, it's better when it's your idea to actually deal with it. So, I mean bring like even if it's even if it does mean going to therapy go to therapy talk about it get it on the open do your journaling about it go go get a sit session done and see what comes up because I mean that's what I did with this I knew I needed to go and figure out what was going on I didn't know that my whole experience of being mindlessly 
bullied in high school was going to come up, but it did. And it really brought it to light. And I was like, okay, well, this is what we're working on now. And then go home, do the work. So yeah, that is, that is it. That is the episode this week. Uh, a little bit heavier. I, I will admit to that. Um, but it's, it's out there now and I feel good about it. And, um, I hope it raises some conversations for people and things to think about. But next week, next week episode will be very fun because it will be quote unquote the live first date. Um, we, I will be posting a thing up on Instagram where you guys can ask questions. So make sure you check out the Instagram story at Caffeine and High Hopes and uh, follow along there. And if you have time, please uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, that's really amazing and makes me feel really, really good and makes my day and I absolutely love it. And also share to your stories. Um, let me know where you're listening to and like where where you're listening at or whatever. And if you're doing any journaling, definitely tag me in that, especially if you use the journal prompts that I post every Monday. And join the group, join the Facebook group. The link is in the bio on Instagram there. And if you want to book a card reading in advance, because they do fill up quite quickly, um, you can book online or you can just DM me. That is totally fine. And yeah, keep in touch, everyone. This has been absolutely amazing. And I will say that between starting this podcast and creating the Instagram page, I have, well, met, I'm doing air quotes here. Um, I've met some really cool people online. And even though I've never met them in person, it just, it feels really nice to have such a good little group. And um get to know people that way. So I really appreciate everyone who messages on there and comments and DMs, whatever, because it is amazing to connect with people going through the same stuff and just offering a listening ear or just being like, hey, yeah, I've gone through the same thing. Like, I totally feel you. Keep keep doing the work. You're doing great. Like, I just, I really feel good about it and I, I'm getting so much out of it even if, you know, other people are as well, like it's just, it's been such a great thing. And I, I am very proud of it for this year because again, a lot has happened this year, but, um, that's definitely, it's definitely something close to my heart. So thank you all for joining and listening and sharing and subscribing and just absolutely everything. I, I can't thank you enough. This has kind of been my little work in progress and side hobby that I've been babying for the last couple of years. And I really feel like it's it's going where I want it to. So I'm really excited to see where things go and what comes of it and how I can grow it and make it as best as I can and help as many people as I can. And yeah, I'm going to continue on connecting with others. And uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed today's episode and previous episodes as well. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you all. So have a great Wednesday and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.